Hey, how's it going? Tommy Taylor here. And I'm Desnica, and welcome to the Marriage 2.0 podcast. couple that went through just about everything bad someone can go through in marriage quadruple times over and came out more in love than ever and using our story to inspire and give hope to the world. Since we've come out of our version of hell on earth, we have built a global marriage coaching business mentoring hundreds of couples and individuals all around the world. We've helped them fix issues like affair recovery, communication, intimacy issues, addictions, and all forms of abuse when no one else could. We've gone through all of these things plus so much more, so we get it. We tried everything out there from counseling, therapy, intensives, webinars, hundreds of books, and even tactics like Slow to Speak, Quick to Listen. And the truth is, all of those things were just band-aids that left us on an emotional roller coaster from hell. We truly believe that when you couple a heart for God and a strong desire for massive action, anything is possible. But honestly, most of us are never given the right knowledge. The Marriage 2.0 podcast shares interviews from the world's most successful people in business, sports, health, entertainment, and finance in order to help you live the purpose-filled life God designed for you so that you can live an inspiring life filled with more freedom, love, and impact. So get ready to learn the stuff that no one ever taught you about marriage. Your old marriage is dead and marriage 2.0 starts now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the next episode. Today, we're going to be talking about the people you surround yourself with and how it can affect not only you as an individual, but also, of course, your marriage. Oh, yeah, this is super important. And we're going to be talking about this because honestly, it's a topic that comes up all the time and it comes up in a variety of different ways. You know, we hear things all the time. You know, it could be like my spouse is hanging out with, you know, all their single friends and they're they're divorced. They just got divorced. and Now they're quote unquote happy, (laughs) you know, you know, you're not really happy. You're just avoiding all your problems. Yeah, those types of friends or, you know, my my husband's hanging out with all the guys that just want to drink and go out and go to bars and those types of things or, you know, just all kinds of different things that come up here. Yeah, my spouse has toxic people in their ear. You hear that? Uh, this, this or that person is causing issues in our marriage. My spouse chooses their mom, dad, or friend over me. We hear that too all the yeah. time. Yeah, so it's not just about you know, friends, we're also talking, I mean, that's the primary thing we're talking about here, quote unquote friends, right? Um, but we're also talking about other people here in your life too, kind of everyone. And really just generally, who who is around you the most, like that aspect, like who is around the most, you know? And then you'll, you'll hear statements from like the spouse that is hanging out with those types of people and they'll be saying things like, well, you know, well, it's just the way they are. Yeah. They don't mean anything bad by it. You know, that's just them. You yeah. are insecure. Yeah, don't take it personal. It's just them, right? That's just the way they are. They don't mean anything bad. Yeah, sorry. You don't get to give your friend air quotes um, slash a-hole a, 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 a hall pass here. Uh, that being said, they don't, you know, they'll say things like, you, you know, you, you're just insecure. Um, I think you just have issues you need to deal with. <laughs> Right? Yes. But part, partly true. Like everybody's issues they need to deal with if they're not a healthy individual. But yeah, they're not the right thing to say there. And I, I know these were big for me. Uh, I actually told Tommy and we hear them from other people as well. But things like, you know, when 
about friends, like I would just tell him like, you're just trying to control me. Like you, you just don't, you just want to control who I'm around. When we hear that, you know, they say that, or you're narcissistic. Yeah. We got both labeled narcissistic. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll he, do whatever I want mentality. That's was definitely Desnica. Yeah, that was most definitely me. So like these last few were most certainly me. I was totally the one who had not good friends. I was not surrounded by the right type of people whatsoever. And I was strutting these statements just like, you know, you're trying to control me and I'll do whatever I want. I am allowed to have friends. Who are you to try and tell me I can't have friends? You know, and not only did I say these things, but it's something that is quite common and we hear it all the time. Yeah. And it wasn't just with friends. It was, it was with the wrong people too. So it was with other people as far as like, um, people that she just knew, I wouldn't say worked with, but necessarily, but more of a new in that realm of things, if that makes sense, kind of like almost like networked with in some sense. So it was like, you know, these people were making inappropriate comments. They were just low life people, rude and all that stuff. And, you know, you're just like, I don't want to make them, I don't want to make them feel bad. Right. And you know, that happens too here. Yes. So we're really going to be diving in today and talking just about who it like, who are you surrounded with? Right. In general, like whether it be friends, your family, coworkers, associates, people that you have to network with, network with all of those types of things. And so we're going to be talking about several different points here. You know, one is like why it matters who you surround yourself with. This is a big thing. And like, so why does that matter? We're going to be talking about that. We're going to talk about who you should be surrounding yourself with. Mm -hmm. How to find the right people. That's key too, right? We can't just tell you who you shouldn't be and should be, right? You got to have, how do you find the right people, right? How do you, how do you do that? Or we're going to help you with that. And the right people are out there. Yes, they are hundred percent. Just different places than what you may think. Also how to get a spouse. This is a big one. How to get a spouse to be around the right people. (laughs) That's That's the question. Everyone wants answered here that's probably listening to this. How do you get your spouse to be on the round, around the right people? Well, we're going to answer that too. Yes. So. And so let's dive into this. And so let's start with like, why does it matter who you surround yourself with? And this is a very big, like a very big aspect that should be truly taken in. And it's like, because honestly, like you are the average of the five people you let influence you and you're surrounded with the most. And, you know, we do say influence you because some people, it's just like what they're letting into their ear, right? They may not be physically around them all the time, but they're talking to them or those types of things. So, you know, this is a little side note right now. You can take that time. Like who, who are the five people you are letting influence you the most? And like, you can have like a little quick analysis of them, but in general, like you're the fifth, like you're the sixth. Like if you hang around five people, who are a certain type of way, you're going to be the sixth. Yeah. So like one of the things that I do and I still do is I have different groups of friends. And so this is, this is a good way not only to identify like certain things in your life, like crabs that will hold you down. Like if you've ever seen people like, or not people, sorry, they are people, but you can see, have you ever seen like um, crabs in the bottom of a bucket? Well, what happens is, is one actually, you know, tries to get out and what happens? The rest pull them down. So we have crabs in your life. Crabs. You get rid of your crabs, right? Crabs so, are not good yeah. in your life. Get rid of them. Both ways. Neither way they're good. I don't care what kind you want to spin it. They're not good unless you're going to uh, Joe's Crab Shack. So that being said, you want to get rid of the crabs in your life. Also, in addition to that, what I do with that is I have, you know, I evaluate my friends. So 
you know, I have three minute friends, three hour friends and three day, three day people. Um, obviously like I don't want to spend time around really the three minute people. Those are the crabs. Those are the people that pull you down. Honestly, and even some very rarely, but sometimes a three hour person can be that if they choose to be, everybody can regress, but most of the time it's just the three minute people. So you want to evaluate where people are at in your life. Yes. And choose, and choose to spend your time wisely with them, whether it be family, friends, coworkers, whoever it may be. So, you know, there's not like, well, I just have, no, no, like, no, you don't have to do those things. Right. So, uh, I'll give an example. Cause like, honestly, when you surround yourself with people, not only like do they influence you the most, most, but they're the ones who influence your thoughts and you know, who you're surrounded with influences your thoughts, which your thoughts influence your outcome of your life in general. So it dictates all types of atmospheres about your life in general. You start picking up habits about, you know, what they're doing and their interest and whatever it is that they're into. So if you have five people, you know, if there's like five guys who love football and you don't like football, but you're around them all the time, the chance of you end up watching a game or going to a game or being invited to a game, something like that is extremely high if that's one of the big staples in their life. If they're always talking about football and you're around them, you're going to learn about it and start picking it up. I'm probably not going to hang around people that like football. Nothing against it. It's just not my thing, right? <laughs> that, that, I don't care to go to a football game. Uh, that being said, though, like when it comes to these things, also you're going to pick up bad habits. So like if they're going to bars, if they're going out, they're going drinking, they're going to um, – there's nothing wrong with those things to some extent – you know, if you're doing it in a healthy way, but like when it comes to those types of things, oftentimes when, you, when they, if they pick up habits of smoking, drinking, they pick up, ha- if they have habits of, you know, talking bad about people or gossiping, if they have habits of like having a poor mindset, meaning P-O-O-R, poor mindset or versus a rich mindset, you're going to pick up on those things. If you're wanting to accelerate your income and you're only making 50,000 a year, whatever, I don't know. And you have four friends that make 50000 a year. Guess what? You're never going to go beyond that, really, unless you surround yourself with other people. But you're going to be stuck at that. Now, if you surround yourself with people that are making 100 k per year, 500 k per year, a million a year, whatever, um, then you're going to adapt their habits, adapt their mentalities, and you're going to accelerate your life. So it's just, it applies in all areas, not just finance, but every area. Oh, absolutely. And so just like we can use fitness as an example, as a, as an easy analogy too. if you're wanting to get in shape and get healthy and truly take care of your body as like a temple, as we're called to do, but then, you know, your five main friends are, you know, they, they're not active. They don't like to do anything physical and their hobbies are trying to eat more food. Like they're just like, Hey, let's go out to eat and let's go have these amazing ice creams and <laughs> what hobby is a food, <laughs> you know, hobbies they're, they're, are foods. <laughs> you know, at that, and they're like, Hey, let's go hiking. They're like, no, I don't want to. Like, that's not their thing. Right. So ultimately what are you going to end up doing more around those people? You're not going to be active. You're going to be eating more. You're going to be having like lower quality foods. So you're not going to be fueling your body and those types of things. And so now vice versa, like if you were starting to hang around like five people who are like, Hey, let's go hiking or Hey, you know, um, you know, I just try this shake or I have this supplement and, you know, I really take care of my body and I have this food that's really lean and nutritious and it truly fuels me. You're like, oh, I'm going to try these things. And then so you start to be more active and try healthier foods and get on that path. Right. And, you know, this so this applies in all areas. And even so much like when we had family in last weekend, 
or like last week or whatever, whenever it was, you know, I was talking with one of my family members and, you know, they were just sharing like, man, like I really needed to get away. Like I didn't, re- I didn't realize how much just being around, you know, negative thinking had really taken a toll on me and had truly impacted me. You know, I'm truly seeing that, you know, it's taken a huge toll on me. And they thought like they were resilient and just able to like, oh, you know, like it doesn't really matter that the people I'm around all the time are negative, but you could tell it had taken a toll. Like it, they're not, their mindset's not in the same place as it was in the past. And so like they had kind of gone down on that, on that journey of negative mentality there too. Yes. Also when you're around the wrong people, I don't even want to say negative or positive people because it's not about just being around positive people. It's about when you're around the right people. And when you're around the wrong people, also, like, for example, what are they going to do? What are their what are the things that are going to happen? Well, I'll give you an example. Um, years ago, I had a friend and got back in touch with him years later. I got, like, we separated, got back in touch uh, for whatever reasons. And then he just wanted me to go. He's like, we're, we're going to, he wanted to hang out or whatever because we used to be really good friends. And he's like, let's go, uh, you know, you want to come over and, like, smoke, you know, like, smoke weed or whatever. And then, like, go drink and, you know, have a few drinks and stuff like that and play some video games. And like, I'm not, I mean, cool. I'm not really into that anymore, man. Like, that's not really my life. Like I want to go, uh, how about this? Let's go like, and then another friend, um, like one of the friends I have right now, uh, like we meet together on Saturday zoom calls. I mean, he lives in a different state, but we meet together on Saturday zoom calls and we talk about business. You know, we talk about goals, dreams, aspirations. We talk about family, we talk about mindset. We talk about different, like we just, it's very, the conversation and then the level of conversation on what is like the, what they're aspiring to do. Like one guy may be aspiring to do something really low level. I don't really care about. And another guy is aspiring to do amazing things. And so, and beyond what, and, and he's beyond where I'm at in life. So it inspires me and sharpens me to grow. So like, the, it's just the conversation is drastically, drastically, drastically different around the right people. And also just, you know, as Tommy has shared the differences and the friendships there, you know, obviously that made a huge impact in our marriage as well. Cause when he was hanging out with the one who just wanted to like drink and play video games all the time, it was like, Tommy, like, are you going to do anything? Like, I mean, um, like, you know, like, are you going to get off the video games? Are you going to do something other than just drink and hang out, you know? And our conversations were a lot low, lower than as well And now our conversations are are different after he spends time with his other friends, like who he currently has, right? He comes away drastically different. So you can tell because Tommy has this energy about him, like he's inspired. He's not leaving those people drained and exhausted and like in a state of like, oh, I need to recover. He's leaving like energized and, and full of like hope and encouragement and actually pushed to do better. Yeah, that's a really good point. I didn't even think about that, bringing that up here. But like when I was around, um, I I actually, I I used to have very toxic friends and I'm very thankful for God to help transform me to become the person I need to become to attract the right people into my life. But, um, and and don't get me wrong, I had to put in a lot of work to do that. But when it comes to that, like I used to be around these people and it was quote unquote fun, right? And, you know, maybe the activities were fun in some ways. I'm not against video games. I play them with my son sometimes, but like when it, and we, we bond there, but it's not my life. <laughs> uh, drinking is not my life, right? Like I don't even really drink anymore. But that being said, like 
the conversations, like when I was around this other person, it's like they had to like these other people, they had to bring you down in a like kind of a funny quote unquote funny way. <laughs> and like, it was like they were passive aggressive and with the certain things, but in kind of a, like a sarcastic humorous way. And it's just like, why do you have to bring me like, you know, like they criticize things that you talk about that inspire you. And then it, when you leave those conversations, you just feel like, Oh man, I can breathe. I'm glad they're gone. Um, and it's like, but you don't think to get them out of your life. Right. So it's a crab in your life. And then you have other people like where I leave these conversations with like these people on, um, Saturday, like I'm doing, like I'm doing right now. And we do these zoom calls and stuff and I leave and I'm like, I'm feeling inspired. And like one of my buddies texted me a picture of his kid just being born the other day. And then like, then we have like other things that we talk about like business and all these different things. So it's just freaking awesome. You leave in a much, much, much better way. So it obviously, you know, it not only impacts you on a personal level, but also plays out into the marriage and just overall, like your whole life and dynamics here. So that's why it is so important about who you surround yourself with. So let's talk about who you should surround yourself with. You know, we talked about why it's important now, who should you be surrounding yourself with? And honestly, like one of the main things, like it needs to be people of the right values who you, who you surround yourself with shouldn't just be like, well, they're there. And, you know, for, for people pleasers or people who just love being around people, which would be me, like that would be me in the past. I was like, oh, I just hang around whoever's there. That's, that's not what you want to do, right? You want to be intentional, very intentional with who you surround yourself with. And starting with, you want to hang out with people that have the right values. Yeah. And here's the thing, like some people are going to come back and be like, well, why don't you bring them up? Right. Sure. They can, they can, they're, but they're responsible for their own growth. That's not, I'm not responsible for their growth. Neither is she. They're responsible for their own growth. And if I, if I've, I am not responsible for outgrowing them. Like they're responsible for continuing to grow. Like if I outgrow them, that's their issue and gone. You can, whatever. See you later. Like that's not, I'm not going to stick around if you choose not to grow when it comes to friendships. So like when it comes to these types of things, like you want to be around the right people with the right values is the first thing. Mm-hmm. right values you need to understand your values if you don't and, yes. and to be one more thing here just because they're christian doesn't mean they're the right people let's just be very clear about that there's a lot of very negative and just self-righteous and you know just very toxic christians in my opinion that are like not really living the best life right because you just also got to remember that everyone is on a, their own journey Right. And so someone might be a Christian, but they might be very new in their walk in faith. And, and so they might not have any kind of understanding. There's m- not growth in these areas of their own minds and stuff. And so it's you want to be very intentional. And so it's not just one aspect that you need to be intentional about, like who you surround yourself with. So not only with the right values, but you also want people who love you enough to truly be blunt with you and not just sugarcoat everything to make you feel good. You don't want people, you know, just being like, oh, yeah, like, that's fine. Like, oh, no, you're not negative or, oh, it's okay. You can do what you want or, you know, just sugarcoating everything just to pat you on the back, just to, like, scared to, you know, upset you. That That's not a good friend. Yeah, like, on the calls that I have with my friends and stuff and, you know, what we, there's conflict sometimes. Meaning like not in an unhealthy way, but there's, there's, we rub against each other. Iron sharpens iron. There's different opinions. There's different things. They're also a lot further along in life than what I am in some ways. And so they're like, no, like, that's not like, why why don't you think about it this way? 
right? Like they're, they love me enough to tell me those things and I vice versa. So like you need people in your life that are blunt with you in a caring way. If they're not, they don't care about you. I hate to tell you that. You know, it's very, and it's very clear in the Bible on this aspect too, of like, you know, we're not supposed to just hang out like, and just, you know, keep the peace. And, you know, this was actually a huge part of my devotion this week that I was studying as well. And it's just, you know, if you're just keeping the peace and not standing up for, you know, what's wrong. And, you know, when, when your friend asks you like, you know, do I have a problem with gossiping or, you know, do I have a, this kind of problem? And if you're like, oh no, just so that you avoid conflict, which a lot of people are conflict avoidant, you know, like that's a sin in itself. And literally that's what we're told not to do. Like if, when we love someone and we're called to love and especially like, you know, all, all people, like as Christians, we're called to love and that is an action. And so you want to be surrounded with people that will be truthful and not just tell you what you want to hear. Yeah. Um, for example, like we as coaches, we're very blunt, but with our arm around you, right? We're not going to be an a-hole to you, but we are blunt and tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear, because that's key. You need, you need someone to help push you like that. And if you don't want that, I'm sorry, then number one, you have a fixed mindset. And then two, in conjunction with that, you just want someone that's going to coddle you like a counselor. So like that being said, it's a whole other topic, but like you need someone that's actually going to push you in things and to continue to grow. Also like, you know, who to be around. One of them is people who know better than to inject themselves into giving advice about your marriage or relationships, right? Friends need to stay out of that. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, and if they do give any advice, it needs to be minimal and basic, like go to God, go to a professional. Like, it's not my place to be in that. I'm going to pray for you. I'm here to listen to you, but I'm not going to, you know, like stuff like that. But you don't need to be, you don't need to, and, and I'm talking like more of like same sex friends. Like you don't need to be in conversation and putting a lot of stuff into like friends in general, in my opinion, in our opinion, like you need to keep that stuff in your marriage and with professionals. Trust me, we've done that the wrong way, but you need to understand that like they, they're not going to like inject themselves into your marriage relationship. Meaning they're not going to talk or bad mouth your spouse. They're not you know, those types of things. No, essentially they have that respect enough for you and to respect your marriage. And, you know, even with marriage problems going on, that's not a place for a friend to step in to fix because it will cause different problems and later between your spouse and that friend causing more division and more problems within your life. That's why like, you know, you should not be talking to your friends about marriage problems and your, your friends should respect that and should respect your spouse, you know, and that's just, in different areas, like that's also alignment of values there as well. Just like respecting your spouse in that aspect and respecting you and your choices. So another aspect is, you know, surrounding yourself with people who live by principles over feelings. And that's just, you know, going a, like a further step there from what we've talked about, you know, feelings are important and we need to take care of them and like process them and handle them you know, give them that attention, but they do not run our lives. And so you don't want to be surrounded by people who are just swung by their feelings all the time. Like, oh, today I felt like doing this. And so I do this and, oh, I don't feel like it. And, oh, well, I don't feel like being nice today. Oh, yeah, I, you can just totally like cuss them out or you should just go beat them up or, oh, like you should just, you should just ignore your spouse or, you know, you don't have to do that. Just, you don't feel like it. Just do you. <laughs> Do you? It's such a toxic statement. So no, um, no, don't do that. And so, you know, 
principles over feelings and also people who strive for more in life where they're not complacent. I can't tell you how many people I talk to every week who are telling me, you know, one of the problems in their marriage is complacency, you know, that, you know, their spouse is complaining about it or that's why their spouse left is just being complacent or just in general, like how much of a problem like complacency is in life. Like we're not meant to just exist. And so you don't want to be surrounded with people who are just existing. Paul says, push for the mark, right? In the Bible, it's very clear. God, we're meant to thrive in life. And like, if you want, if you want to make friends with me and one of the first things I pick up on is that you're complacent, I love you just like Jesus does, but I'm not, and and I might say something. And if you don't choose to change, you're not going to be my friend because I treat complacency and average as toxic. I do not want to be around you whatsoever. It's like a, a disease to me. I'm very repelled by complacency. I, I can't stand that. Yeah. And we so we protect ourselves, and that's one aspect that you should as well, you know. And another big area is being around people who take 100% responsibility for their lives. So important here, like that are not victims. You don't want to be around a bunch of victims of how life is always happening to them and, like, you know, they can't catch a break and – Oh, like, you know, just everything happens against them because it's going to put you in a victim mentality and there is nothing honorable about that. And you start to pick up on their verbiage Mm -hmm. and stuff too. Like even we are susceptible to those types of things. Everybody is. And I do not want to be around a victim. (laughs) Like the only nobility, the only nobility in victimhood is overcoming it. Like, I'll be like, man, you got this. Like, keep going. Like, I'm, I'm here to help you. But like, I'm not going to like, you know, subscribe to your victim mindset. No, you know, so that's big. Yeah, and then also, like, you want to be around people that have a rich, I mentioned this kind of earlier, but a rich mindset, not a poor mindset, right? Like, poor mindset, and you go, well, I'm not going to go into depth on this because we literally have done a podcast all on this topic, so go back and listen to it, but you want to be around people that have a rich versus poor mindset, and I'm more of talking about abundant mindset versus poor mindset also and then also like you know yeah money like too like here's the important thing god mentions money in the bible over two thousand times um prayer and faith is like like half that so it's important and you want to be around if we're meant to thrive and be abundant and prosperous in life like god is because he's a god of abundance like you want to be able to be around people that have a good mindset around that Mm -hmm. because being around poor poor people like broke is different like i've i've been broke i've been around friends that are broke then go like I can have friends right now that go broke from being a millionaire to not right. Like that, that that's fine, but that's not a mindset. Broke's a situation. Poor is a mindset and poor people like they, they infect the situation. So you also want to be around people that prioritize self-care, emotional self-care, physical self-care, mental self-care, all the different areas of self-care that you need and to be able to honor their mind, heart, body, and soul. And this one cracks me up. So this is where most people go, oh, well, I am, I'm working on myself. I'm going to the gym and I'm eating right now. <laughs> like, that's okay. Not what I um, that's not what we're talking about here. So like, good job on just taking care of your body. Um, part of it. But, you know, like that's, that's a very small part. Emotional, mental, those are some huge aspects there. And most certainly those even impact your physical. So your physical is only going to get so far um, as well. But so you want to be around people who prioritize self-care and have that understanding of what self-care is in all aspects where they are respectful about like emotional things and mental aspects. And, you know, they're, they're not 
offended and you're not walking on eggshells all the time or having to like scoop to their level of, you know, these other things that know, like they can respect you in all aspects. Yeah. If I'm always having to babysit your emotions, not my problem. I'm not responsible for your emotional state. Um, that being said, like when it comes to, you know, also on another note here, you want people to have real conversations about life, goals, dreams, being prosperous, like having things in life that like, like that you're talking about that really matter, not gossiping about other people. Like I have no interest in that whatsoever. I'll say, and just for, you know, it gossips mentioned a lot, but based on just like all the people that we talk to, like all of our clients, I'll say like the number one thing that people want to avoid and that makes them uncomfortable is gossip. People don't like gossip at all. Like that's not something that people like. We don't like gossip, but it's truthfully, we- well, it's weird. They're, they're drawn to drama and gossip, but people don't like it. It's like, the, it's like a drug addiction. And with that, like there's this whole, whole inside of people and that they are desiring and they want to have real conversations and they want to be able to connect with people and just be themselves and be able to have a real authentic conversation. And so like, those are the type of people you want to be around like that will truly have those types of conversation and not just so filled up on like gossip about someone else and adding just a bunch of negativity to the world. Like that's not what you want to be around. So also, you want to be around people who want to have like an impact mindset where they're, you know, like we mentioned earlier on complacency, like you don't want to be around that aspect. You want people who want to have an impact, who want to have a change. And, you know, one way I like to word this is like, I like to be the hands and feet of Jesus. And like, that's what I pray for. And so on that mindset up for me is, you know, there's a lot of impact on being the hands and feet of Jesus. You know, and so that's who I want to be surrounded with people who want to make a difference. Yeah. And I want to, I actually personally, this is my personal preference. I like taking it a step beyond that and being around purpose driven people that not only want an impact and be the hands of feet to Jesus, but to also have it on a massive scale. I don't want to be around people on a small scale. It's also a mindset. I want to be around people that are wanting to literally change at least part of the world or the whole world. That's my goal, right? With like who, like my impact and legacy that I want to leave. As part of it anyways. And so I want to be around people that have that kind of mindset, that kind of growth, right? And then also, I do want to touch on one thing. Like we talked about feelings earlier. No, you don't want to be around people that are always in their emotions and stuff like that. But you, And you want to be around people that are emotionally resilient. But the opposite of that is you also don't want to be around people that um, are like, shut up, be a man, be a tough guy, suck it up. I don't ever express my emotions, but I also don't ever live by feelings. I'm just stuff things down and then eventually explode later on. Like, don't, you don't want to be, <laughs> no, don't do that either. Don't around the alpha, <laughs> like the, the, I call them the fake alphas cause they're not a real alpha. They're a fake alpha and they, they have an ego issue that don't, you don't want to be around that type of toxic. That is toxic masculinity. Yes. And so not around that. And lastly, you do want to be around people who are into personal growth and development, knowing that, you know, they are always on this journey of growth and development through life that they don't have it all figured out, but you know, they also need to continue to grow in aspects. And so that is most certainly something as well that you need to surround yourself with. Now, let's go ahead and dive into how do you find these people? Because some of you might be thinking like, well, you know, um, I don't know any of those people and I don't know how to find them. So one, let's address that aspect. So where you've been looking isn't where you're going to keep looking, right? Like how you've been doing things isn't the way you're going to continue to do things. And then also just a note here, you know, as you go to seek these right people, 
you know, Tommy and I have both mentioned how there are certain things that really repel us and push us away. And so on that, you actually have to have these changes within yourself as well. You know, you can't want to continue gossiping and just drinking and being complacent in life and having no desire to do anything other than just like exist, but then expect people who are like massive, like, you know, world changers, like mover shakers, just like really on like on a mission to want to come hang out with you. They're like, not going to want to. <laughs> they won't. I can tell you that. They will, they will Run away. fight to be away from you. That, that People like that and like ourselves are not trying to be in the same room with people like that. I guarantee it. We are fighting hard to not do that. So that's where there, you know, there has to be change on your end as well. And that's not to be harsh because like we were in those places at, you know, at one point, but we made that choice to change. Yep. You if know, you, if you want more, you have to become more. And one thing I will tell you that is super compelling and attractive to someone that is successful like us and other people. Like if someone were to come up to me, it, I love pouring into people. I've, love pouring into people and if someone comes up to me and they're displaying all these like mindsets and attitudes at like an event or something like that and their growth i'm like but they're not really where like we're at or they're not like super high up or anything like that that's fine like i love pouring into people and if they have the right mindset and stuff like oh, that yeah. and they're humble and, and they're willing to grow i will pour everything i have into you just 100 percent that because that's super awesome like successful people are very giving like that. Like, that's just how I am. I love doing that. And that's a huge aspect. Like, but it has to do with like your mindset and stuff. Like I actually have a meeting with, like, with, you know, a young girl, you know, a teenager this week because like, man, like I just see so much in her and like her mindset and her heart and her passion. And she just has this, this hunger for, for more knowledge and those kind of things. And so I'm willing, even though she's not like where I'm at, I'm still willing to in very excited to spend time with her on that aspect. So people are out there. So we wanted to make sure we got that really clear. And so you have to be very clear on your values and principles and you have to have standards, have to have standards. And essentially you can kind of adapt, like level up or level out, man. Like yeah. <laughs> that's the way it works. I'm sorry to tell you that. However, ideally like, like here's the thing. We're not saying don't be around people that, aren't of a certain caliber like obviously you can influence people when it comes to like things but it's not your responsibility for their growth um we we're, we're not only around high performers or stuff like that like that that's, that's you can't always be around people like that that being said though like you can choose to who you let influence you and how mm -hmm. much time you spend around people and know that you know if they choose to grow that's their prerogative that don't then that's not my problem right yeah. so also, you want to build a healthy foundations like like we teach in our program, meaning healthy foundations as an individual and in your marriage and your in his tools and then in your mindset and different things. And when you build those things, you become more. Therefore, you attract different things into your life. So if you want more, you have to become more. You attract what you are into yes, your life. Yes, yes, you do. Like you will attract it. Um, I had one time a uh, this guy is actually his name is uh, check him out as Pastor Tim Timberlake. Was over a million followers on Instagram at Solomon, California. We were talking and he was telling me that I was asking, I was like, how do I find a good mentor, not a coach, a mentor on for certain things I was looking for. And he's like, become a mentor. Right. So he's like, cause you know, at that time I still good in my foundations and stuff. And he's like, well, if you, you, you attract what you are. Right. So if you want to attract that in your life, become what you want to attract. Simple as that. Yes. Right. It's so, and just when you're around and just, you want to be able to like attract just different, 
And, you know, conversations are just very different with these different types of people where you can truly be you and not feel like an oddball. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Also, like, so this brings up a point that I want to, a couple of the points I want to bring up. As you grow, this is going to be a a thing that happens to you. I just want to fully let you, like, let you be aware of it. As you grow, other people are not going to grow. It's just the way it is. You're going to leave friends behind um, that choose to be left there. And you're going, it it can be on the road. If you're not very intentional, it can, you can be lonely as you grow, especially as you grow higher and higher up. So you have to be very intentional about finding the right people. And, um, or else what's going to happen is you're going to try to be around like people of a lower caliber. And what's going to happen is, is you're going to be frustrated because you're not going to be able to be yourself. You're going to have to downgrade yourself to be able to have these types of conversations with people that you don't, people that you don't really care to be around. And then two, you don't care to have the types of conversations around them that they're having or, or just talking about, cause it's not where you're at in life. And so you feel like you're always having to like put on a front in a negative way. Don't, and stuck yeah. and stagnant. Yeah, and stuck and stagnant. So you want to be around the right people and you want to have them the different categories. But in my opinion, the best way to be around people of high caliber is to pay. <laughs> and no, I don't own a networking group or something like that, at least not yet. But in terms of like that, you want to pay to be around a part of groups like masterminds full of like-minded people. Um, I went to this event and even though I didn't care for the event in California recently, I came away with a lot of cool friends like that. I was able to very high quality people that paid a lot of money to be a part of this. And it was really cool because when you do that, people come in that are much higher quality. It's just what it is. You're going to be around different types of people that also follow the same type of stuff. And so they're going to have a good mindset. Yes. And so, and just cause those masterminds, like they're full, like you're, you're going there intentionally, you're invested and you're not seeking just to be the same. So they're seeking growth, right? Like that's a huge aspect. And, you know, you do, that way you can truly be you. That's what people desire is like to truly be you and not feel like a left out with like a black sheep or just an oddball and just to truly be able to be genuine. And that's a great aspect to do that. Now, another way that you can make and find the right people and this is uh, gets a lot of people out of their comfort zone, but honestly, you can just make a really direct blunt post on Facebook or social media, whatever it is that you use. I have done this. So don't be like, oh, well, that's, that's awkward or people don't respond. That is how I have currently found my, like my friends here. Cause we have moved recently, you know, over the past year, we have moved to a completely new area where we knew no one. And I have met some amazing people and I, f- I called them unicorns. And so like my post was very blunt and it started with that. I'm looking for a unicorn, you know, on that aspect. And I did find them. And so really cool. Now I, I'm connected and I have some friends, you know, one of my friends here, you know, she does come from like a coaching background. She's very into personal development, also has the same type of hobbies that I do very, like very interested in real estate. So there's a lot of similarities, but we challenge each other. We also can talk real life together. And it came from a blunt post in like a mom's group. Yep. And I made my own version of this. Obviously, I'm not, I am looking for unicorns, but I didn't say that. Um, I said that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can tell different personalities. Yeah, different, different personalities here. But, you know, I posted, I'll read you mine. So I said, looking for friends, <laughs> looking to make friends. However, I'm looking for a very specific type of friend because I believe you're the average of the five people you're around the most. I know I need to be specific. 
I'm looking to make friends with like-minded businessmen in the area that are successful, have a team they lead and are not solo partners. Basically I'm working on business business on business networking to make friends. Don't need to don't need the business, but I do go to, I do go to meet people. I can send business, but I have no motive other than being friends. Like I said, basically I don't need the business, but looking for people that are actually doing very well in business, not just trying to starting out the conversations are just very different and at different levels, not looking down at all, but just different. Um, I've tried men's Bible studies. Uh, I go to church and have not really, um, not really the types of people I'm looking for, looking for more business minded people, entrepreneurial, um, a little bit about me. I'm a Christian walking in line with more values, principles. I live by principles over feelings. I'm an entrepreneur at heart and love conversations about business life, deeper things. Uh, we own a global online marriage coaching practice. I real com- love real conversations about life, deep things, investing dreams, goals, leadership, personal development, masterminds, and impacting lives. I'm all about living out of my, out of, out of my comfort zone and in purpose, impacting on a massive scale as God is working through me to grow an empire. I don't watch much TV. I'm not really into walk, you know, watching or talking about sports. I love to read, listen to audiobooks though. I'm also fall, also love doing a lot of things. I list a list of my hobbies I like doing, my motorcycles, etc. Um, I love to be challenged and grow. Uh, I'm not at a bar late night person. I go to bed at 9 p.m. Just shoot me a Facebook message and let's meet up. So Yes. And so something along those lines, so you can tell Tommy was specific and, you know, he's looking for people who have the same interests. And so obviously like business is a huge part of our lives, being an entrepreneur, also just making impact, personal growth, those types of development, Mm -hmm. you know, and we list our other hobbies, you know, mine was a little more like kind of out there is talking about like looking for unicorns and things like that. And, but mine was similar and I was very blunt to the point of like, uh, I'm don't watch TV. I'm not looking to go hang out at bars or to go have drinks. I don't mind going and grabbing something like a lunch. Um, but you know, I do have kids and my interest is not staying up all night long. That's not what I'm doing and very walking in alignment with my values and, you know, really like things like hiking just being outdoors and play and just like having fun on those types of things. And, you know, that's, that's how we got connected. Yeah. And guess what? Did I get a lot of people when I posted that? Not at all. That's okay. <laughs> um, but it's okay. I got one person that I ended up meeting. It was pretty cool. Um, actually I need to go hang out with him soon, but nine figure business owner, super awesome. Would have never expected that in the area. Anyways, uh, you get to meet a lot of cool people, but you have to be very specific and who cares what other people think? Yeah, I don't care. Whatever. So another one is life groups at your church. You know, those are really good areas. They can be anyways, or they may not be, but they can be a good resource at least. Good place to start for sure. Like, you know, you can start there. There's good connections. There's people who are, you know, supporting. And now, you know, just to throw this in, obviously, you know, all aspects here of when you're choosing friends, you're going to be choosing friends of the same sex. Right, like this is the, the intentional aspect here. Yes, not um, a good idea to have friends opposite sex. No, ever. And so you know, you know, meeting up with like other ladies for me, like at church. You know, I am getting connected and plugged in at church as well. You can also use online group, online things like Meetup.com, and for different hobbies, different types of events. Um, there's all kinds of different things there. There's hobby groups. Yeah, hobby groups, uh, just whatever your interests are. And then just you can look up groups that are whatever area you live in. So it could be like we live in Knoxville, Tennessee. So it could be new to Knoxville, Tennessee. 
new to Austin, Texas, new to like, just look up those groups and be like, Hey, looking to make friends, mm-hmm. but make that post that they're, they're almost in every state and area. Yes. And so just be very intentional. And, you know, so obviously if you're looking for higher quality friends, the places you're not going to go to is like bars and just like start trying to connect with people there. Most of the time people are going to bars to drown out problems and not to make great lifelong connections (laughs) or to, to, to hook up or to hook up. And so not where you're going, that's not a wise place to go. So that was just some side notes there. And so lastly, like, how do you get your spouse to want to be around the right people? Yeah. So some things not to do is tell them that your friends are idiots and a-holes or bees, right? Um, Not the best idea to do that. I did that. And all it does is just make them want to hang out with them more. Been like, well, I think you're an a-hole is what he was. He told me my friends were idiots and, you know, some other names. And I was like, well, personally, I just think you're an a-hole now. So here's more distance. I'm yeah. going to distance myself now more from you. Yeah. Also being things like passive aggressive. We've talked about that. That's not a good thing. Being yeah. petty, meaning like, oh, like, so what petty looks like in this situation is, oh, you don't want me to have friends like this. Or, oh, they have, especially if it comes opposite sex. Oh, you don't want to have friends like this? I'm going to go teach. They won't, they won't stop, see, stop talking to this person. I'm going to go make a friend of the opposite sex and see how they like it. Oh, yeah. Let me do, you know, what I, I know is wrong. Let me do that too. Like, no. Like, don't be petty like that. Um, and, or like the, on the passive aggressive side, like making comments of like, oh, you're going to go hang out with them again. Yeah, hmm. maybe not that exaggerated, but you know what I mean. Oh, I was very exaggerated when I talked. When we were in our darkest hour, like there, it was very expressionate. Like it was all exaggerated. All of it was. Okay, or it was like, mm. Mm. like a, you ever, it, you know, you're, you guys, mm. you know, talk about when they're like, hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that I'm like, mm. oh no, like never mind, I changed my mind. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, just on like, those- yeah, you know what I'm talking about, there. All right? So. Yelling and screaming, fighting, that's obviously about yeah. it, not going to help. Being interrogative about it, like... Mm. Oh, my gosh, don't, don't do that. When they are with the people, like, send them text messages every 15 minutes, like, hey, what are you doing? How's it going? It, Where are you, you at? Who are you with? What are you doing? What are you... Like, why didn't you answer me? You We're didn't answer to, me two seconds ago. Like, Trying to video chat them. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It, it, Tommy was really bad about all of those. So being interrogative was what Tommy's... What he did. It was yeah. annoying. Yeah. So we've, again, we've experienced all these things. Like I'll show them how it feels types of things too. But this is all really the, not only the wrong thing, but also external pressure too. So external pressure isn't going to get them to want to do the right thing. No. And all that external pressure will actually just make them want to rebel against you more and causes that more distance between you and them. So external pressure is not what you want to do. So what do you want to do? Yeah. So you want to work on you and build the right foundations in all areas, like we talked about before, as a healthy individual, first and foremost. Then, of course, in your marriage and so on and so forth elsewhere, too. But you want to start here because that's going to be important. You also want to build internal pressure with what we call like a 95 percentage on, you know, you growing and becoming the person you need to become and a 5% on what you say to them. So 95%, you know, internal pressure. 5% 5% external pressure, meaning like um, you can say things like, you know, these are external. So you can say things like, I think they're bad influences, like in a polite way, right? That's external. There's nothing wrong with saying stuff like that. I think they're hurting our marriage, to be really honest with you. External pressure. Another one is external pressure. You can, you know, 
can you not hang out with them anymore? I'd really appreciate that external pressure, right? Yeah, how though these things are said is huge and key here, right? Because there were some people that, you know, Tommy didn't like and how he told me he didn't like them was not in a calm manner whatsoever. It was more in all of the yelling, screaming, passive aggressive that we had mentioned earlier. So it's not only what you're saying, but how you were saying it as well. And your body language. And body language, body language is huge here. So, right. So if you're yelling at them, like, I think they're bad influence and they're just dragging you, you know, the wrong way. And it's because of them that, you know, you're wanting a divorce or it's because of them that we're in this fighting right now. Um, no, like, no, like that's not at all what to do. Yeah. And, and honestly, here's the thing, like even with external pressures like that with friends and I know it's like, oh, they weren't, they weren't wanting a divorce until, or they weren't talking about this until, or doing these things. And really until they start hanging out with this person. No, their friend is partially what's going on here, but nowhere near, not even close to the full picture. It's honestly a lot of what's going on internally with them, with them on an internal level. It wouldn't matter who it was externally. Those, that's going to be, if, if even if you're around healthy people and you have a lot of stuff going on internally, you can still have that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So those are things that you can say like in the right way to have a little bit of that external pressure. Now it's something not to like beg and plead and like say over and over and over again, like all the time. I'll just make your point once or twice, yeah. maybe that's it, you know, but then really you want to be shifting and creating a positive narrative of you and the marriage so that they no longer have to feel like they need to escape, you yeah, know, escape from you. And, this, we, we do see this all the time and, you know, we experience this as well. And so I'll speak just from my own experience on this. Literally, that's what I did. And so when I was going out with my friends, it was literally to escape from Tommy. That was it because of, you know, all of the, I was tired of fighting of all of the chaos that was going on. I just wanted to escape even the times that I stayed out late and, you know, did all kinds of other things. Like it was just, I just didn't want to be home. Like I was tired of fighting. I just wanted to escape away from him. And so you want to be creating a positive narrative and shifting that so that they don't feel like they need to be escaping. Yeah. Also inject hope on how the relationship can be different desire on how things can be different hope uh, mainly though here. And then also cultivate conversations with them like in the right way, you know, have a 90, 10 focus, 90% on you, 10% focus on them and a very, but a tactical 10%, like we teach in our power of one method. Like you need like if your if your spouse is on the verge of divorce or they told you they want a divorce, you can still just by the way like get it back. Like you can still get like win that even if you're right there at divorce or they or if, even if they filed, you can still save the marriage. Yes, and cultivating conversations, you know, there is a skill. There is so much learned about this. Like you know, we're not taught how to effectively communicate as a society to begin with. And then especially like taught how to actually cultivate conversations and and connect and like really at the at the root, like you know when when people are hanging out with, with people, like the whole friendship is to be accepted, right? Like that's what people are seeking is to be accepted and to fit in, in those aspects. And so just to be heard and understood, that's what so many people want is just to be heard and understood. And you can create that where you're, you can let your spouse feel heard and understood by you <laughs> and not seeking all that validation from other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you can share things like, Hey, you know, and like, I just thought of a cool growth moment. Like I, I was realizing my old friends, I, and I haven't seen them in a little bit, if you probably noticed, and I've been surrounding myself with better people. And I noticed that like these people, man, the conversations are just so different. Like I just, I'm really happy with where the friendships I have are going and just, that's it. Like, you don't need to be like, 
by the way, what are you doing about yours? No, like, oh <laughs> like, gosh, don't like do that. that's self right. That will come off even that will come off as self-righteous. So what you want to, and it is honestly. So like you want to be able to like inject that stuff, build internal pressure to where they want to change and they want to have different conversations and share the good experiences with them. That's where you like come out on the other side of that. And so you want to be getting rid of your bad circle. You want to be leveling up in your own life and you want to be building your own healthy circle and sharing about it on these different aspects. So that change is going to start from within you. And then, you know, the change from your spouse has to come from an internal place from them. Like it's not going to be a forced external because anything that's forced externally, there's going to be a breaking point at some point. And so the change actually has to come from within them internally, but that's where your influence does matter. And so it starts with how you're living and what you're doing. Yeah. So question of the day, do you have craps? (laughs) (laughs) Do you have craps in your life? Right. Who are the five people you surround yourself with the most? Like, are they three minute people, three hour people, three day people, toxic people, good people? Are they, you know, are they people that are, you know, that you aspire to be? Are they, you know, do they challenge you to grow in better ways? Or are you just like complacent? Yeah. Or toxic doesn't mean that they're just negative all the time. Toxic can mean they're complacent too. Mm -hmm. Oh. And just different, different (laughs) areas like we hit on earlier. You know, also, you know, you might, some people, especially when there are marriage problems going on, some people just isolate and cut everyone out. So do you just. Do you just isolate, <laughs> which is also very toxic? Yes, that was me. And uh, I did that very well. Cut everyone out. Don't like cutting people out that are crabs. Yes. Cutting people out that are just good for you. And I did that too. Not, not a good idea. You end up alone, isolated, very lonely. And in a very dark place, I was very suicidal. So like the question is, in addition to that, what are your next steps? What are you going to do? Like regardless of good or bad friends, and people around you, like, stick to not sharing your marriage, marriage issues with them, though. Right. Like, stick to professionals like us. Trust us. It's not a good idea. No, do not be talking about marriage issues with your friends, with your families, coworkers, whatever it may be. That's not their area. So keep that level of respect for the marriage and your spouse. Just don't go there. And, you know, just really analyze and think about these questions that we've asked about, like, you know, like about crabs and do you have them and who are you surrounded with? These are all very important things. Yeah. So remember, what are you going to do to take action? But as always, we love you. God loves you. And we will see you on the next podcast. Have a good one. Bye. Now, that's all we have for today's show. And remember, prayer without action is just dead faith. So make sure to implement everything you learned here today from today's show. By the way, hope you enjoyed this episode on the Marriage 2.0 podcast. And if you did, please make sure you share this episode on your social media and tag at Tommy and Desnica. And if you did enjoy it, make sure to subscribe to the Marriage 2.0 podcast and give us a five-star rating. However, listen, most importantly, so many people are at the end of their ropes, crying themselves to sleep every night. And we can only spread our message and story so far here. So we need you to make sure that you really share the knowledge with others that really need it so that we can impact them. Yes. And you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. So make sure to join our free Facebook group, Christian Marriage Coaching for support, daily content, and free trainings to help you go from roommates to teammates. Have an amazing day and God bless.